Hello, everyone. I'm Al Daldegan, creator and producer of the Leaders, Innovators, and Big Ideas podcast, supported by Rainforest Alberta. This podcast showcases the people who are working to improve Alberta's innovation ecosystem. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Leaders, Innovators, and Big Ideas podcast for Rainforest Alberta. As we move smoothly into 2024, I think it's time to take a fresh new look at how to uh, take advantage of the opportunities and all the new tech resources that are available out there. As you must know by now, there's been a bunch of programs where people can pivot their career into tech and learn the skills required to transition their careers into a new opportunity, such as software development, UI UX design, product management, and other stuff. And, you know, so far, it's been kind of hit and miss on those people making the career transition successful and moving into a new position at a company and launching their new career. Many have done it. Uh, There's still tons and tons of opportunity out there, but I think it's going to take companies to change the way things happen and stop doing things the way they've always done it. I think that it's time to take a new look at who you're hiring and why you're hiring them. A lot of companies, especially with software development, look at, oh, we are looking for resources with five to 10 years of experience with the thought that they're going to hit the ground running and not require much management. Ultimately, though, that kind of experience comes with a lot of baggage. And I'm not saying that they're not worth hiring. I think that if there's senior people out there uh, looking for jobs and you have a job available and they want to work for you, then fantastic. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to suggest that people may want to take a look at opportunities to bring on new people who don't have five to 10 years of experience. People who maybe have taken a bootcamp program like Inception U or Lighthouse Labs, people that have decided to pivot their career. And it's very, very important. Uh, A lot of times we use this terminology, junior developer. Well, a junior developer is actually somebody who comes out of high school or university or college and they've learned how to become a software developer and they're just starting out their career. They haven't had any professional experience. They haven't done anything before in a career type scenario. What I'm actually referring to, um, we'll just refer to as new developers. These are people who previously had a career. Um, Maybe they were a chef. Maybe they were a oil and gas engineer of some sort, maybe a geologist. And for whatever reason, that career was not bringing them the value or the pleasure or the happiness that they wanted. And for whatever reason, they decided to pivot their career into tech uh, because tech is exciting. I mean, let's let's face it. Everything you hear about in the news these days is something to do with AI, has something to do with robots, has something to do with all this exciting new technology, virtual reality, augmented reality. Those sorts of things require tech people. And so if you are a geologist working in the oil and gas industry and you're, you lost your job or 
whatever reason you're not currently working at a, a lucrative position, you might say, you know what, maybe I want to get involved with computer science and do something really exciting in that industry. And in order to do that, you need to learn how to do software development or product management or UI UX design. Once you do that, it's very frustrating to take all of that training and be ready to go. And then people pass you up because you're a junior developer. It's really interesting because let's say you're working in oil and gas, for example, and you have an opportunity to take a uh, product management program or a project management program as part of your job, as as an educational career growth trajectory in your job. Your company will actually pay for you to take this upskilling program. Well, when you finish taking that program, the company doesn't look at you and go, oh, you're just a junior person. We're not going to give you any opportunities. No, they don't. They look at what you've been doing all along. They, they look at all the stuff that you've done, like why they hired you in the first place and all the things that you did while you were working there in that previous position. And they say, you know what, this person is a good quality candidate for this new project management role we have or this new whatever role this is. And they help you move. They help you transition into that new role. And they understand that you're new to some of the aspects of this different career. And you're going to take a little bit of time to kind of find your footing and get it figured out. But they're going to help you along the way. Yet, if you're not actually in that company already, if you approach that company and say, hey, I'm, I've got this experience as a geologist and now I position my career into product management or software development or whatever, they're going to go, oh, sorry, no, we're looking for someone with more experience. Oh, no, I'm sorry. We're looking for a senior developer. Oh, I'm sorry. We're looking for a project manager with at least 10 years of experience. What's with that? That makes no sense at all. And honestly, if you're a senior developer, for example, and you've, you know, like six different programming languages and you've been really, really uh, experienced in some antiquated language that you used to use for many, many, many years. And now you've recently sort of started learning a new language like JavaScript or C Sharp or Python or something like that that you didn't know before. Well, you're technically a junior in that language. You just have background experience in something else that could help you with that new language, right? It gives you more uh, clout because you've been a developer for 21 years. Okay, well, maybe you've only done Python for three weeks, but hey, you're a senior developer, so you're good at this. You can do this, no problem. You know what? Somebody who just spent six months in a program learning Python is going to have just as much of, of, of an advantage as that senior developer who just learned the language too. It's just that the senior developer has a little extra in their toolbox. It's going to make them maybe learn a little bit faster, or maybe they're going to be a little bit more um, quick at writing code. But it doesn't take a long time of doing the same thing to get really good at it. In fact, I would hazard to say that if you're doing basic programming, like web-based development, building a website with a database backend and maybe some sort of integration with some other APIs, maybe a uh, chat GPT API or some other uh, CRM API or something, in order to build that, you don't need to be 
a 10 year experienced rocket scientist. You just need to know how to build an application. And then you're going to be spending that time learning those APIs and learning how to interact with those APIs to build the application. It's not something that requires a senior level experience. Now, if you're programming microchips or, or custom hardware that uh, someone created, well, then that's where some of the computer science theory and stuff that you built that you learned in, in university or stuff could be of, of great value. And so I don't recommend that a brand new developer who just learned how to code in a boot camp go out and apply for a job that's going to do systems programming for microchips. That's probably not the right career path. However, if you're building websites or you're building basic web-based applications uh, or even smartphone applications, you're more than qualified for that. And so companies need to take that into account and say, okay, well, what am I building? What do I need done here? Okay, well, I need to integrate this piece of software with our website, or I need to integrate this CRM with this accounting system. Well, you know what? People who have taken a, a, a solid bootcamp and are able to show that they know what they're doing, that they can actually code, they're going to be more than capable of doing that job. And within, say, three months, you know, even, even within that three-month period, which is your typical gestation period for a new position, you're going to be very, very productive and very comfortable with what's going on after three months. A lot of people can learn how to deal with what they're building in, in a basic application or something. People are going to be able to do that in a very short period of time. When it comes to UI UX designer, it's about passion. It's about talent. It's about being able to take a look at something and look at it with new eyes and new vision. In fact, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say actually a brand new UI UX designer who hasn't done it for 20 years is actually going to be of more value because they have new ideas. They've learned their trade through actually using all the different pieces of software that are have recently become available, right? All the social media applications, all of the, you know, finance applications. They're going to be able to have all kinds of really wild ideas that that you maybe never have thought of. And you're very experienced UI UX designer is going to be looking at things from the same perspective they've looked at everything else. Obviously, there's exceptions to all of this, but you have to keep an open mind. And so the focus of this episode today is to keep an open mind and look at what using the right tool for the job. These new developers and product managers and UI UX designers that have come from bootcamp programs they're going to be relatively inexpensive for you. They're going to be incredibly passionate. They're going to be excited to have a career position and they're going to be very, very loyal. And that's something that you can take forward and take advantage of. And you know what? It's not going to be much longer before they're going to be very proficient in their roles and they're going to be very uh, productive and create some really exciting new things for you. So on that note, uh, I'm going to wrap this up. I hope you have an amazing week. Take care, everyone. Cheers. If you haven't already, 
visit rainforestab.ca and sign the Rainforest Social Contract. Become part of the inclusive, silo-busting, sector-agnostic, all-industry, open-sourced, ego-shrinking, ecosystem-building, entrepreneur-focused, wide-open, social barrier-smashing community known as Rainforest Alberta. This episode was brought to you by New Idea Machine. NIM helps new software developers, UI UX designers, and product managers gain mentored hands-on industry experience. And at the same time, we provide companies with risk-free tech talent. Definitely a win-win-win situation. Visit newideamachine.com for more information. Music for the show was created by Tony Deldegan. Please be sure to share this episode with everyone you know. Also, don't forget to come by and say hi at the next Rainforest event. Let us know what you think of this podcast. If you're interested in being either a host, sponsor, or a guest of the show, send me an email at rainforestpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.